and we are back with another one back with another one hope you guys are doing good we got some uh randomness always happening around here so i hope you guys are enjoying your guys' summer um how are you doing next i think i'm hungry but i ate three pizzas yesterday I hope you ate it throughout the day and not in one sitting. <laughs> well, um, Domino's had mediums for $3 or $4, but I say $3 because I'm trying to convert it into American dollars. So, so just, it was like a million dollars for you guys? It, I, it's $4, but close. So <laughs> I bought three of them and that was my day. Nice. So I don't know if I should be hungry right now. You shouldn't be hungry if you ate three pizzas. <laughs> so anyway, hope you guys are doing good. Make sure you guys do check the description below as always. Get yourself protected. Um, it's always good to have protection, especially if you eat one too many pizzas out there. <laughs> oh. Then make sure you check out buzztvglobal.com. Want to make sure you get buzz. They have great devices, great products, great customer service, great customer support. Make sure you go to buzztvglobal.com and get buzz. Buzz TV. <laughs> buzz TV. Yeah. So, oh man, I gotta get stretch over here. Um. Oh, I wanted to share this before we actually like dive into the, to the topic. So this is gonna be a Netflix thing. There's a lot of there's a lot of Netflix stuff that's um in the news and there he goes he's got to put his mr anderson sunglasses on um so you know how i was telling you about my travel channel i'm trying to get it remonetized and i've been grinding and all that crap yeah yep, yep. um so as of this morning i finally reached <clears throat> four thousand hours of watch time amazing dude my last five videos with Lake Mead and Lake Powell and Hoover Dam and everything that I've been posting and all that stuff. Um, I started it roughly around like close to 800 hours. And the last five videos just skyrocketed over 4,000 hours, which is not easy. Like typically, no. typically a lot of like, let me see when I'm grinding uh, like my the new Rojas Tech channel, um, it took me about a year to get that monetized again. It took me a while, and and it's not and it's me posting like consistently over and over and over and over and over, um, and even then, it's 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 harder than that. Like sometimes it takes a couple years to get the hours of watch time. I've seen people get more subscribers before they get the hours of watch time. <laughs> you yeah. know, so. Um, so yeah, within the last five videos, they just they blew up, and um, I got my analytics that says within the last three hundred and sixty-five rolling years, I uh, rolling years, <laughs> rolling days, <laughs> um, I hit it was like four thousand and fifty something. So I'm just like, sweet. So of course I want to hit the monetization because YouTube needs to verify those hours. Even though it says, yes, you reached it, YouTube has to still do their thing. And normally it takes like a day or two for the monetization portion to say, here you go. It's kind of like, so if you guys don't know about it, like every time we get paid through YouTube, um, 
it's usually like a couple days delayed, like two, three days delayed where it says on this day, you made like a dollar or 25 cents or whatever. But um, the statistics or the analytics are a few days behind. Yes. Yeah. So I want to say the analytics is usually like one or two days. And then the monetization part is usually like another day after that. So like three days, maybe. Um, so, yeah. So now on the monetization side, I'm just waiting for that. Like right now it says I have 3,800 hours. I was like, cool. And it hasn't counted. It hasn't counted. You know what happened yesterday. So I'm, I'm just waiting for that now. And it's back. Cool. Yeah. Back and running. So, uh, yeah, just wanted to share that because I'm just like, oh, you know, I got super excited about it. But um, so what do we have today in the news, man? What well, we you know, since you're sharing your watch time, you know, who's going to be losing some watch time is Netflix. This <laughs> <laughs> uh, is Netflix one. subscriber count in the U.S. and Canada dropped by one point three million over the last three months. And I think actually a million of that is in the last month or something like that. It says Netflix worldwide subscriber count is down 1 million, but it predicts it will grow again this quarter. Um, yeah. Dude, oh. that's a lot of money. Yeah, that's, you know, yeah, it is. Yeah. What is, how much is our cheapest plan? I don't even know. I don't have Netflix, bro. I'm not a Netflixer. Isn't it like, well, I'm not a Netflixer either, but isn't it like 10 bucks? Something like that. I thought it was four ninety nine at one point. Yeah, back in 2004. How much is Netflix? Let's see. How much is Netflix? This is Canadian. Yeah, there's 10 bucks Canadian is their cheapest. 10 bucks Canadian, that's how much in the US? A seven? Six, nine, seven nine. bucks. So, seven bucks. And they lost about a million. That's a, yeah, that's a lot of money, bro. <laughs> that's and that's not lot. even the HD one. That's the SD version. Right. That's the SD version. So even if we're saying, okay, at the cheapest, at the cheapest, dude, that's a lot of freaking money. So that's it says that it has seven, 73 million paid subscribers in the US and Canada and 220 worldwide. So um, I guess it was up to almost 75 million. So, I mean, they're still making a decent amount of money every month, of course. Like, it's not like they're not making a decent amount of money. Um, it says that the news came uh, about a week, uh, a week after the partnership announcement with Microsoft. We recently did an episode about that. And it says in the letter that Netflix emphasizes that its current plans will remain ad free. Uh, Netflix execs remain optimistic about the prospect of an ad-supported tier. Uh, nothing that over the long run, we don't think that advertising can enable substantial incremental memberships through lower prices and profit growing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really see them lowering their prices. Like what? Like not like we're dealing with inflation, so their $7 plan goes up a dollar, then you get to, you get to watch it with ads for the same price as before. Is that what we're doing? I don't know. 
they I really do hope they do drop some of their prices if they're doing this whole ad thing. It it doesn't make sense for them to raise their prices or even hold the prices of what they currently have. Like it should drop because if you're gonna charge somebody four ninety nine or five ninety nine, okay, so the cheapest tier was seven ninety nine, and I think we said six ninety nine for the states. I think six ninety nine. So with ads, I could see them going down to like like, hey, let's lower this two bucks. You know, mm. um, four ninety nine. I I could mm. see four ninety nine. The thing is, I don't think I don't know. If, like like, if they don't lower the other prices that don't have ads, even though they're making it up with those ads, that's pretty shitty. You know, pe- people people are like you know think about it. If someone's paying four ninety nine, yeah, even though they're playing they're paying super cheap and they might gain that one million subscribers that they have left. They, you know, they're losing about several millions of dollars, which is a drop in the bucket for them since they have 230 some million users. Right. But I, I think, I don't know, I, I, I think that if they don't drop their prices, I have a feeling that they might lose even more subscribers. Like this might actually backfire. You know what so- I mean? I think that they are going to drop their prices because they're going to start to diversify what their subscription base looks like. Right. So it says that the Netflix execs state that they're working towards finding an easy to use paid sharing offering. And we've talked about that before. So they're also going to be making more money off of people sharing their accounts. And it says that that's coming uh, in 2023, which is next year. In March, Netflix rolled out to test in Chile, Costa Rica and Peru. Uh, that are supposed to let users add sub accounts for users located outside of the primary account holder's household. Uh, Netflix expanded its efforts to crack down on password sharing this week and began letting users in Argentina, El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras, and Dominican Republic buy an additional home located outside of the primary household where they can use Netflix. Um, I'm really curious to see what the price difference of that would be, because like, what's the point of buying additional home if it's the same price as a brand new subscription? Right. There's got to be a price break. Right. So uh, I guess here's here. It rolls right into it. Netflix latest anti password sharing test lets users buy additional homes. So this is what I'm saying. I think that they're going to start trying to diversify how their subscriptions work. So that they can bring down their prices. So maybe they think Netflix that they can go from 220 million worldwide users to 300 because a lot of those 220 are sharing an account. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that. I don't know if that's what they think. I think that people will just be like, "F this, I'm out." I have no idea. Uh, Netflix is testing a way to tackle password sharing in Argentina. Blah 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 blah. Uh, clearly states the test will prompt users to pay an additional fee if they use the account on a TV or TV connected device at a location outside of their primary household. Hold on a second. Are they saying their IP locking this? Mm, maybe that's what it sounds like. It says it clearly states the test will prompt users to pay an additional fee if they want to use an account on a TV or TV connected device. So not a tablet and not a phone. So that's that's cool. That's cool. Um, outside of the primary household 
for over two weeks. So you can go over to your friends, watch on their TV, whatever. But if it's a long period of time, then each additional home will cost an extra 219 pesos, which is $1.17 and 299 everywhere else. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Uh, according to Netflix and the test areas, subscriber accounts have one primary home where they can access Netflix across any devices in the home, as well as a travel and use Netflix on laptops, on mobile devices elsewhere without the extra step. The test will allow users to purchase additional homes, which can choose to add or skip to use the service on TV screens. Hmm. If you will only be using this TV for a limited time, you can watch Netflix for up to two weeks and no extra cost or no extra charge as long as your account has not previously used on that location. After that time, the TV will be blocked unless you add it as an extra home. So you can use it until they block you. And they're telling you they're going to block you if you use it for over two weeks. Now, I don't know if that's two weeks, like two weeks back to back or two weeks split up. Who knows what Netflix is going to do, right? Yeah. That's crazy. So here it is here. It says Netflix detects homes. We use information such as IP addresses, device ID, and account activity. We're not tracking your information. Not at all. Uh, if you're using a device within your included home and still see a message that says that too many homes are using your account, you can make sure the device is connected to the same internet connection as other devices in the home. Make sure that the device is not connected to a VPN proxy or any unblocker service. Netflix explains that your use of Netflix on a TV outside of your home while traveling is eligible without an extra charge for up to two weeks. Oh, and this is kind of what it looks like here. So you go under your manage homes in your settings, and then you go under show devices. And you can see all the devices underneath that home. Interesting. Very very interesting huh i also went to netflix.com for a word from the horse's mouth and surprisingly on july 18th their director of product innovation did a post and it says over the last 15 years we've worked hard to build a streaming service that's easy to use, including for people who travel or live together. It's great that our members love Netflix movies and TV shows uh, much so much that they want to share them more broadly. But today's widespread account sharing between household undermines our long-term ability to invest and improve in our service. So we've been carefully exploring different ways for people who want to share their accounts to pay a bit more. In March 2022, we launched an add an extra member feature in Chile, Costa Rica, and Peru. From next month, we will be launching an alternative add a home feature in Argentina, Dominican Republic, El Salvador, Guatemala, and Honduras. Uh, here's how to add a home. So 
yeah like i said you go to your accounts then you click on uh manage home um one home per account buy additional homes um which is going to work out to be 299 per month um travel included so you can watch outside the home on your tablets your laptops and your mobiles without any kind of restriction but if you're going to be watching on a tv device then you have two weeks before it gets IP banned, and then you have to add it as an additional home. So, yeah, that's basically what they're saying. How does that make you feel? That's, I don't know. 299 ain't terrible. I mean, people have been sharing accounts for a long time, and they've got away with it for like 15 years. Do you think, so do you have a Netflix account, or do you give it to a family member? Bro, we started a conversation that we both don't have a Netflix account. <laughs> but you you borrow it from your sister or something? No, nobody's no. got Netflix in my family. We don't believe in that shit. God, we don't believe in that. We don't believe in Netflix. We don't believe <laughs> oh in that crap. What kind of nonsense is this? <laughs> Jeez. Jeez. Um. All right. So uh, I don't know. If you had Netflix, if you had Netflix and your your family was using it, your mom and whoever else was using um, Netflix, would you, well, I already know the answer to this, would you tell them to continue using your Netflix account? It's $3, or would you just pay it? Wait, say that one more time? So if you had Netflix and your family was already using it, say your 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 mom and whoever else, right? And all of, all of a sudden they change this, would you tell them that in order to continue to use your Netflix account, they had to pay you $3 a month or $36 a year and you'll just do it for whatever? Or would you just end up paying it yourself? No, I just I would just pay for myself. Pay for yourself. That, and that's kind of how I feel like a lot of people are just going to be like, I'm not going to like tell my family members they got to pay me three dollars yeah no i'm not gonna okay so i got no why would i why okay why, why would i yeah i'm gonna tell my mom hey mom i'm, I'm getting netflix you want to you want to give me money <laughs> no what, what i'll do though is i'll like okay so th this is actually what i'm doing and and hopefully i don't get in trouble but um i set up a couple fire sticks uh oh i have uh well, I have Disney Plus. I have Hulu. I got ESPN Plus. I got all that crap because of the the, the Verizon free unlimited thing, whatever. So I don't pay for it. Um, I gave access to that stuff to my sister and her family, and you know my two nieces love it. You know they use it all the time. Whoa. They have they have three Fire Sticks that they have. I set up a project. Remember that projector I set up in their little area? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I set that up. Um, of course, one in their bedroom and then one in the living room. And then my mom, of course, she's got her TV. And what's funny is I gave, so I gave them a fire cube. I think it was last Christmas. And my stepdad was like, dude, this thing's nice. And then he takes it away from the living room and he puts it in the bedroom instead. He's always in the bedroom. And my mom, my mom is always in the living room. And she's like, what the heck? What about me? <laughs> So, yeah, so I got to deal with that. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I think, like, maybe, maybe they're thinking that people aren't going to be asking 
their family members or whoever they're sharing the account with for money. And because of that, will be less inclined to share the account because they don't want to pay more. So then they're going to get a lot of more brand new subscribers paying full price because then it gets too political. It gets too messy when you're when, when you're trying to involve money with people that you're sharing services with. Mm-hmm. You, can't, you can't involve money with love. You just can't do it, bro. Just don't do it. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds too messy. I think that people are either going to leave Netflix or there's going to be new subscriptions coming. You know what I mean? Um, so Netflix CEO, we don't usually see Netflix CEO talking much and I didn't even know what he looked like until now. You want to see what he looks like? Yeah, let me see. All right. So this is Netflix's CEO. This is what what he looks like right here. And he says he's ready for TV to die. That's what he says. <laughs> so his name is uh, Reed Hastings, and he's been banging the TV murder drum for more than eight years now. And on an investor call, he reiterated his belief, confidently saying that Netflix was in a great place because linear TV would be dead in five to ten years. Hmm. I don't think that's true. So here's the thing, though. Like, all of the TV cable companies have some kind of streaming something. Like, you can, for the most part, at least on this side, I'm pretty sure it's the same in the States because you guys got better stuff in the States. You could plug a fire stick into your TV, and as long as you're on the same Wi-Fi, it'll connect to your account, and you can stream all your channels that you pay for through your cable company right on on the fire stick. Mm-hmm. So that that's like a streaming thing, no? Like, like they're already going the way of the streaming smart TV BS. Yeah. Uh, so Hastings is financially uh, incentivized to say this. Well, obviously, the man's making murder money. Uh, one of the biggest competitors for the largest streaming service on the planet is set to is set of totally free streaming channels that beam into any TV and antenna, and they're costlier friends of cable tv what is the what biggest competitors for the largest streaming who's the biggest i don't know netflix needs linear tv to die because it needs the streaming holdouts still used by linear tv that's probably talking about like all the contracts that like direct tv has and stuff like that we were talking about in the previous episode right Mm -hmm. like the main cable companies they still own a lot of the contracts when it comes to sports and like certain things. So yeah. Interesting. I, I don't know. I don't think TV is going to go anywhere. Broadcast TV is still free. (sighs) Yeah, but we have a lot more applications that are getting a lot more local channels, right? So yeah, I think the, the the see the problem with like all the local stuff is you have to get a subscription of some sort to even get that because most people don't know that you could just buy an antenna, hook it up to your Fire Stick or hook it up to whatever you want, and you got all your free local stuff. 
And even then, like, you know, a lot of people don't really know what's available within, like, like, okay, so most TVs nowadays, there is a way to add an antenna of some sort in the back of your TV, and that will give you all your free stuff that's local, legally. But more, most people don't want to do the work to get that. They are, you know, they, they, they like things have been made so it's being spoon fed for, for example, it's like, okay, cool. I could just call them. They're going to come in. They're going to set it up, put the box, boom, done. And that's it. And people are just used to that. You know, people are just used to, to doing something like that. And even with the, what is it? The, I don't know what you guys have up there in the North, but here if you're just like oh i want i want basic tv you know like even if you say like well i don't want cable or you know i don't want nothing none, none of that i want basic tv the basic tv still in, encompasses cable because they can't just sell you free channels over there that's illegal you know so i don't know i i think i think personally what they need to do is they need to come up with a better way and I don't know, and, you know, we saw apps like, what is it, Lowcast that came out and was giving you all your local stuff, but you could have been pretty much all like anywhere and, and watch local stuff from whatever city that was. They need to figure out a way where you like, and, and this has to be an app. This has to be a, 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 an app um, where depending on where you live, the app should be able to see your Wi-Fi, obviously, and, and, and check out your IP address, which will give you their region. And whatever region that is, it should automatically give you all, the, all that local stuff without an antenna. And, and, and maybe that could be something that's even built into the TVs also. Like they say, hey, here, here's this new app that it does – this all you have to do is when you hook it up onto the to the wall and when you hook it up to your wi-fi you open up this app this gives you all those free local channels that you probably didn't know existed because you know a lot of people might even be content with just that because some people don't really watch tv they're just like i just turn on to watch the news every now and then but you know what i mean like something like that has to come and I don't know how that looks like. I don't know who is going to do this app or who is going to get together to do something like that. But I don't know. That's kind of my two cents on that. Well, then. <laughs> I know. kind of went off tangent a little bit. <laughs> so what do you got then? What else? What else we got? So next on the list is Netflix is acquiring... I think it's a Canadian-based studio. Uh, I think it's actually based out of Vancouver. Netflix is acquiring the animation studio behind the Lego movie. Netflix plans to buy Animal Logic. So all those Lego movies, which I don't know. How does that how does that work when it comes to the Marvel and the DC stuff? Especially the DC, DC stuff, like the Batman movies. So it says Netflix plans to acquire the animation studio Animal Logic, which is known for making hits like Happy Feet 
and the Lego Movie. The streaming company announced on Tuesday alongside its Q2 earnings. Today, we announced that we will be acquiring leading animation studio Animal Logic with 800 amazing people, mostly in Sydney and Vancouver, uh, which would help us accelerate the development of our animation production capabilities and reinforce our commitment to build a world-class animation studio. Yeah. Hmm. The two companies are already partnering on The Magician's Elephant, which is set to release in 2023, and the Ron Howard's first animated film, The Shrinking of Treehorn. The acquisition is expected to close this year, according to press releases. That's really quick. If they haven't even closed yet and they're working on movies for next year or saying they're releasing them next year, that's really quick. Uh, Netflix has continued to build out its animated programming, including a recently announced series based on the Exploding Kittens card game uh, that is set next year. But in May, it also laid off 70 part-time jobs in its animation studio and dropped some animation projects. Now, I would assume they did that because they knew that they were going to be buying Animal Logic. So kind of trim their own kind of herd. Um, cut it down a bit because they're bringing on 800 people from an animation studio. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, I, it's not good when anybody loses a job. So, I mean, I'm sorry if you lost your job over there at Netflix. But uh, there probably will be some more thinning of the herd with the 800 people. And then maybe you can reapply for more money. But yeah, um, it says that Animal Logic has worked on all of the Lego movie feature films, including the Lego Batman movie and the Lego Ninja Go movies. So I don't know how that looks with DC and Netflix. Does that mean that Netflix could get a, a bigger DC partnership? Do well, there's a thing. DC Animal, movies right now? Animal Logic was just the the production company. The they were partnered with Warner Brothers. That's why they have access to stuff like that. Um Warner Brothers is the one that was distributing the their movies and stuff, you know, like pretty much funding just about everything. Um, so I don't know. I think I think whoever is buying it or whatever, I don't think that's going to change where, like, who's going to be the the distributor still. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't think that will change. I just think the you know the name on the desk might change, like. Instead of this production company, now it's that production company still partnered by Warner Brothers. So, yeah, I don't know. I I I, I don't see them changing much. Plus, they haven't really. I'm I'm trying to I'm I'm just trying to look to see like what Animal Logic has done. But you know, it you know again like if you didn't tell me it was Animal Logic that did this, I would have thought it was just Warner Brothers. You know. <laughs> I think this is a good acquisition. Um, and I think that it's in line with their company focus. And the reason I say that is because when they move to homes on your account, right? And they still allow you to watch anywhere on, on mobile devices, on tablets, on laptops, on phones, and etc. I think the Lego movies is really popular, especially with kids. And it's something that they're going to be watching on these mobile devices as they go out. So to bring on the animation studio, in my mind, would be to create more content that is kid-friendly, right? Um, 
and to continue that kind of mobile experience. So just looking at what Animalogic has produced, they've done stuff like, of course, like you said, Happy Feet Lego movie, but they've also done the Peter Rabbit ones. Uh, they did Babe. Babe. Remember the pig Babe? Yeah. Oh, crap. 1998. They did that one. And that's pretty much it. I don't see anything. Anything big. I, I, I honestly don't see anything big. Oh, uh, Legend of the Guardians, the, the ones with the owls. Okay. Um, it says here they did they do TV shows? Okay, so the latest one, this is interesting. So this is partnered up with Animal Logic. They did do the DC League of Super Pets. Oh, that was a good movie. Looks like they were partnered up with them. It also looks like they were partnered up with, and this is a couple Marvel stuff too, Doctor Strange, Captain Marvel, Guardians of the Galaxy. So that's that's pretty interesting. Yeah, it just it just looks like they've partnered up with a lot of people to help do a few things. You know what I mean? Um, those roles like this one, DC League of Super Pets, here Lord of the Rings, the 2001, um, Doctor Strange, Captain Marvel, Guardians of the Galaxy, The Matrix, 1999, uh, Alien Covenant, 300. They they did little small things within all those big movies, but as far as like. Like, like this is what they did. It's, it's only been, like you said, Happy Feet and the Lego movies. And that's it. <laughs> you know, everything else has been very, very small. Now they've had, they have their foot in the door with Marvel. Um, and it's, it, it, from what it looks like, it looks like it's just a few little things that they do. But it's very, very minor. Anytime they've ever come in to, to help with whatever, it's very, very minor. So, so maybe then the idea is if they've only done small little roles, then maybe the idea is then Netflix to produce more with the talent they have. Because there's 800 people under that roof, right? Yeah. So maybe that's the idea. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. I don't know. I... I I don't I don't see Disney working with Netflix since Disney has their own platform now. I don't know. Um but maybe because so it, it like I'm just reading I'm just reading what what Animal Logic really does and it says the biggest the, well the main thing of what they do is visual effects and animation. Right. So with visual effects with live action, um, you know, as we know, Disney Disney's been working with a lot of people. Um so I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Now that Netflix has bought them, I could see Netflix getting a little bit greedy if Disney says, Hey, we want to use Animal Logic, and they say, Well, you're gonna have to pay. So I don't know. We'll see, I guess. I guess we'll see. We'll see what happens, you know? 
So next up, it says the best Spider-Man movies are coming to Netflix. I think this is debatable if they are the best or not. But the original three Spider-Man movies, which is the, I think, the Incredible Spider-Man or something like that. Yeah. Spider-Man, Spider-Man 1, 2, 3. Uh, with, who was it? Who was in that one again? It's not Tom Holland. Um, what's his name? Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire. The one with the, the famous dance scenes. So these are coming to Netflix in the beginning of August. So August 1st. Uh, they will be coming to Netflix. It says that um, Toby Maguire's emo Peter Parker is basically the permanent internet character. One of the best parts of Spider-Man No Way Home is when William Dafoe got to say perhaps his most classic Norman Osborn line. So what was his line? Do you know what his line was? Mm-mm. They're going to make me click it, aren't they? I got to click it. I'm something of a scientist myself. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Netflix itself even used a Spider-Man meme. What was the meme? Oh, that's the meme? That's not even a good meme. Uh, In its announcement tweet, so there's the announcement tweet. uh, He said, our Spider-Man trilogy is coming to Netflix on August 1st. Very soon, you'll be able to relive all of the glorious moments from the trilogy right from Netflix while you're there, you can catch Andrew Garfield in The Amazing Spider-Man. But to stream Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man 2 or any of the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies, you'll need to sign up for stars. And only if only streaming weren't such a complex web. <laughs> pun, 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 well, pun. They still funny. Pun, pun. <laughs> All right. So I thought that we would just figure it off, uh, figure it off, finish it off with what's coming to Netflix in August 2022. So if you wait, 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 hold on, hold on, we're not, we're not going to talk about that whole thing with Spider-Man and Netflix now. We're just going to go skip right into the the next. Do you have anything to say? You want to say something? Go for it. Yeah, I want to say something. This is BS. That freaking (laughs) Sony's like, how are you going to skip this whole thing? I know you're not a Spider-Man fan, but still, how does it go from Sony to Netflix instead of Sony to Disney? Like, I don't understand. Well, well, okay. Pecking order. Sony already, like, I don't want to say they lost money. They made a shit ton of money. But Spider-Man in Marvel Disney has made an insane amount of money. And I think what Sony is doing is they're just, they're doing the whole pecking order thing. They're they're doing the whole thing where, like, hey, Disney Plus, you're not getting this until Lord knows when. I honest, I, I I don't know. I don't I don't think they're ever gonna get it. I don't I I don't think they're ever gonna get it. But here's the other thing too, though. I think personally, Disney needs to freaking. I think Disney needs to pay up. I think Disney needs to go and say, hey, you know what? We're just gonna buy all this from you guys. That way we're done because okay, Spider Man one with freaking Tobey Maguire wasn't bad. It wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. Number two was kind of like, okay, number one was better. Number two is a little bit worse, but number two is not a bad movie either, though. That whole emo thing on number three, when they were like really stretching out and what they were doing, like with Venom and all that, I'm just like, what the crap is this? I think I think that's the least. I, I want to say that's the worst movie out of the trilogy. 
And then when they did freaking Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man, he's a great actor. I think they casted the wrong Spider-Man completely because when you look at him, okay, when you look at Tobey Maguire and you see that goofy face of his, you're like, okay, that's Spider-Man. You see Tom Holland and you see how like childish and goofy that kid is. Okay, that's that that's a version of a Spider-Man. When you see Tobey Maguire's face, like I never seen any of these movies at all. I see Andrew Garfield. I saw Andrew Garfield in the first Spider-Man and I'm just like, this isn't Spider-Man. This isn't the amazing spider. This isn't any version of a Spider-Man. This guy looks way too serious. The way he acted, though, he did a great job, I think. But they casted the wrong person in the Amazing Spider-Man series. And those movies literally flopped. They had a great storyline. They had a great everything. But every time Sony tries to do something with these movies, with the Marvel movies, they they just... uh, I don't know. It, it gets under my skin because it's kind of like, it's like, damn, dude. It's like, look, Disney, Disney's Marvel just took freaking Ant-Man and made me a fan of Ant-Man. Who the and freak Guardians. is, dude, and Guardians and Doctor Strange. It's like, they, <laughs> they made you fan fans of these characters that nobody gave a shit about in the comic books. Yeah. They were there. But now nobody, I am Groot. Yeah. Now I am Groot. Now <laughs> everybody loves Groot. It's like, dude, like what Disney has done is been incredible. And for Disney to pull the freaking hat trick and work with Sony and say, can we just get all the characters together and do something that nobody's ever done? And, you know, it's, it's very smart how Kevin Feige is doing this, because if you think about it, if you think about it, the way Avengers Endgame ended was literally this is the end we don't have to do any more movies we know the stories continue we know there's always going to be cliffhangers always going to be something and always another day to live and they could have died yeah dude they could have been done they could have been done at that point they could have been like cool we're good you know let's not let's not do any more marvel movies anymore but they're just like you know what let's start this next saga and not only did we just acquire freaking all of the X-Men universe and all of the Fantastic Four universe and everything with freaking Celestials and Eternals and Galactus and freaking Lord knows what else they picked up within that Fox deal. But the way they started the next phase or the whatever series of movies you want to call this that we're in is this. They're like, let's start with this whole multiverse to say, yes, that X-Men way back then did exist. Some of you guys might have hated it. Some of you guys might have thought it was stupid. You guys might think that that Wolverine is not the Wolverine that's usually in the comic books. Hugh Jackman played a great role and, and we pay respects for those people who paved the way. But we got something that's coming and it's going to be killer. They need to do the same thing with Spider-Man and say, hey, here's a bunch of money. Let us just take over. Of course, Sony's like, hell no, we'll just continue this partnership because it's making us a lot of money and why not? But I I don't know. It just it just like 
Marvel has done something right and they're paying respects to wherever it's coming from. And I think I think if if oh, and I know it's all about the business. They're trying to stay in the business and Spider-Man's such a big character that a lot of people do like him. I get it. But dude, just like the Batmans, how many more like seriously? I'm Batman. Dude, I'm Batman. Like, honestly, think about this. With all the different Batman movies that have been out there, with all these different, like, versions, the running joke has always been, I wonder who's going to be the new Batman this time around. They can't even get it right. They got to they gotta do a reboot. They got to do a reboot. They got to do a reboot. Bro, Marvel fixed that whole theory of reboots. They're like, nope. Guess what? Those Batmans, even though they're not part of the marvel universe those are all multiverse batmans they're different universes. Yeah, what is different we got batman in the sewer we got Batman, dude <laughs> seriously we got, got super pets <laughs> we got arnold schwarzenegger dude literally marvel disney's marvel fixed all that garbage from dc <laughs> you know what i mean like this whole multiverse thing they literally fixed that and they actually open the doors for like, hey, you know what? If anybody wants to do a movie out there, it doesn't matter. Anybody. Dude, you want to bring back Ghostbusters? You want to do a whole reboot? Oh, actually, you did do that. There was a guy version back from the 80s. And now there is a female version that came out, what, five, six years ago? Cool. Multiverse. People are just like, wait a minute. This is awesome. Hello? Who thought of it? Freaking Disney. <laughs> you know? Marvel. I don't know. They need to do something. They need to throw a bunch of money and be like, here, shut up. <laughs> you know? End of rant. That's that's that that's what I gotta say. About that. <laughs> it's all about the Benjamins. Okay, so on that note, what's coming to Netflix August 2022? Share my screen. Welcome to your look ahead at everything set to release in Netflix in the United States through the month of August 2022. Uh, so we have Big Tree City Season 1. It's a Netflix original, uh, Kids. We have Men in Black 3 from 2012. She's Funny That Way from 2015, which is an Owen Wilson. Some people like their rom-cons, so... Uh, Spider-Man 2, The Age of Adeline, which is from 2015. Uh, Tower Heist from 2011. All right. And then we have Clusterfuck Woodstock 99, which is a 2022 Netflix original documentary. Looks back at the disaster that was Woodstock 1999 Musical Festival. So Would a lot of old stuff. <laughs> what? Would you be interested in that? No. Okay. Everything uh, that they're doing so far is like all old stuff. All right. So we have <laughs> Bubba 2022, Netflix original film, German movie. That's a spinoff of how to sell drugs online. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, <laughs> I was hoping it was going to be a spinoff from Forrest Gump and it was all about Bubba's story. But no. Uh, Don't blame Karma 2022, Netflix original film, Spanish rom-com. Would you be in interested in a Spanish rom-com? No? Okay. Good nope. morning, Veronica. Season 2 Netflix original series, Portuguese crime drama series. All right. Then we have Cake Guru Twin, which is a Netflix original anime. Lady Tamara, 
a Netflix original series, season one, just launching. Uh, that's a Spanish language reality series. So if you want some Spanish reality TV shows, that one's coming out. Super Giant Brothers, season one, Netflix original fam. There's a lot of Netflix originals. Mm-hmm. Um, Wedding season 2022, Netflix original film. Uh, looks like it's a, an Indian movie, some kind of rom-com. Hmm. Uh, S- Carter 2022, another Netflix original, Korean. Uh, Darlings 2022, Netflix original in Hindi. Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2022, the movie. Interesting. So a new Ninja Turtles movie. Netflix original. And it's a Netflix original from Nickelodeon. Uh, I wonder if it's a cartoon. I think so. If it's coming from Nickelodeon. Well, Nickelodeon's done. They've done live action. Yeah, Yeah. they have. So I don't know. Uh, Team Zenko Go. Season 2 Netflix original Kids. It's an animated TV series. The Informer from 2019. It's an action crime thriller. Uh, the Sandman season one Netflix original. A lot of Netflix original shows coming out. I wonder which one's going to be a banger. Because uh, we just finished up season four of what's her name? Stranger Things. Uh-huh. Ozark's done. Stranger Things is is done for now because I think there's one more season. So yeah. what's going to be the next one to carry on the title? Uh, World renowned comics from Neil. Gaiman come to life to the screen live action series. That's the Sandman. Isn't this a, a the book, a really popular book? Sandman? I don't know. Okay. I, I don't uh, know. The Nice Guys from 2016, which has Ryan Gosling, and it's set in 1970s Los Angeles. That might be interesting. I haven't seen that. Have you seen this? No. The Nice Guys. Hmm. All right, so then we have Bank Robbers, The Last Great Heist. It's a 2022 Netflix original movie. It's an Argentinian crime documentary. Uh, Indian Matchmaking Season 2. So it's a reality show that's also a Netflix original. Instant Dream Home Season 1, Netflix original. Iron Chef Brazil, Netflix original Season 1. Lock and Key. Lock and key. Why does this sound familiar? Why does lock and key sound familiar? Search. Why does lock and key sound familiar? Click on images. Images. No, it's not what I'm thinking. No idea. Not, not what I was thinking either. Okay, You're thinking no. of a Marvel thing. I, I already know. What uh, yeah, I'm thinking about that. That Marvel one, yeah. The guy and the girl. Yeah, the guy and the girl, yeah. Uh, What's coming to Netflix? So we have Dota, Dragon's Blood, book three, Netflix original anime. Uh, 13, the musical, 2022, Netflix original film. A Model Family, season one, Netflix original. Korean thriller. Day Shift is a Netflix original film with Jamie Foxx. Alongside Snoop Dogg, Dave Franco, in this vampire movie where Fox stars as a vampire killer while under the disguise of a cleaner. So he's stupid. He's a janitor. He's a vampire killing janitor. That sounds stupid. So what the hell is Snoop Dogg? Don't tell me Snoop Dogg was a vampire. Can you imagine a vampire Snoop Dogg? It sounds stupid. I don't know what he is. I'm just joking. But he's in that movie. I don't know what he does. So 
Uh, that's coming out next month if you really want to see Jamie Foxx kill some vampires. That just sounds like a waste of resources. It sounds like <laughs> a wish version of Blade. Anyways, <laughs> Never Have I Ever Season 3 is a Netflix original. And uh, High Heat Season 1, Netflix original. Mexican series, uh, Look Both Ways 2022, Netflix original film. Royal Teen 2022, Netflix original film, Norwegian romance movie. Cleo season one, Netflix original series, German crime series. Uh, the Cupid Head Show season two, Netflix original family. The Girl in the Mirror season one, Netflix original, Spanish language supernatural drama. The next 365 days, 2022, Netflix original film, Polish erotic thriller movie next oh, okay <laughs> um uncharted 2022 so this one i've wanted to see but i haven't seen it yet this is with tom holland it's okay you seen it yeah it's okay yeah i wanted to see that so uh yeah um chad and gt go deep season one netflix original it's a variety comedy series about three men taking to the streets of SoCal to spread awareness on important issues. That sounds boring. Just reading it. Next. <laughs> it sounds stupid. More. So far, everything that you've mentioned is just freaking a waste of resources. Lost Ollie is a limited series Netflix original. Uh, new family limited from Shannon Tyndall about a lost toy trying to find its owner. Okay. Amazing. Mo season one Netflix original series comedy series from A24. And starring Mo Emmer and for Farah Bazio. So I don't know. Uh, Queer Eye Brazil season one. Selling the OC. is a Netflix original reality series spinoff. Um, Loving Adults 2022 Netflix original film. Danish crime thriller. Uh, Me Time. This is with Mark Wahlberg, Regina Hall, Kevin Hart. Starring in a comedy about a stay-at-home dad who gets to have a weekend of thrills when his buddies connect, his old buddies connect. So this is like a, what do you call it? Uh, like a hangover kind of thing when old buddies get together and they go crazy. Is that what we're saying? Maybe. I normally like Kevin Hart movies, so that one I might be interested in. I like in. Kevin Hart and I like Marky Mark. So I will <laughs> I will watch this for sure. This is definitely on my list. That's coming out on August 26th. It'll be the end of the month if you're looking forward to that one. Um, I came by 2022 Netflix original film. Um, it's a British movie about a rebel rebellious young graffiti artist. Whoop de do. And there you go. There you have it. There's Netflix August 2022 in a wrap-up. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. <laughs> uh that list from Netflix is just that was brutal. Well, it's it's just Netflix. That was that was that was brutal. Whatever they're coming up with is just brutal. A lot of old shit and random waste of resources shit. <laughs> so um, hopefully they come up with something better because the more reasons why people want to quit Netflix is because Netflix sucks <laughs> for the most part. Well, there's a lot of season one brand new TV shows that are coming out that we know nothing about. Maybe something will be a banger. Maybe. Maybe not. <laughs> We've waited all year long for Stranger Things. It's like, come on. What does that say? Um, 
so with all that being said, I hope you guys appreciate today's episode. Hope you guys are doing well. Leave us a comment below. Let us know what you guys think. Um, yeah, always appreciate you guys stopping by and listening to our nonsense as we usually do. And next, what do you got before we get out of here? Thank you guys for watching and listening to another episode of Beyond the Streams. Wherever you guys are listening to us or watching us from, make sure you leave us a comment or review so other people like yourself can find the content that you enjoy. Make sure you also check out the Beyond the Streams YouTube channel every Thursday between 1 to 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We usually do our live streams around that time. You have to make sure that you have your notifications turned on so you never miss a thing. You can be a part of the conversation. You can be a part of the community with the live chat during the live streams. You never know where the conversation is going to go. You never know who we might have on. So we'll see you guys on the next one. Peace. Peace.